Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome to Busy House Happy Home. Today I have got Justine on the podcast. Now Justine has been on before but we today are going to be chatting all things Christmas and um, I really wanted to have this conversation with Justine so um, so you can all listen to what we chat about. Anyway Justine welcome it's lovely to see you. Oh thank you Charlie it's great to be back and especially at this exciting time of year. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. So let's talk to start with about Christmas gifting. And so I must just explain that Justine has um, a website called vintagepieces.co.uk. Yeah. Selling vintage things. I have bought things from Justine. I'm, I'm a big fan. And I, I, I think this year, because Christmas you know we've had so many kind of year after year of covid and now this financial crisis we've all got to think outside the box oh definitely i mean i think this year um apart from obviously all of us uh slightly watching our budgets um and and that's not just on the fuel front that's to do with pretty much everything um, there has never been a time um, so suitable to actually looking and, as you say, thinking outside the box when it comes to gifts. And um, very much the vintage and antique community hopes that this will be something that people will consider because, for many reasons, for many reasons, which I'm sure we'll cover in a minute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we carefully think about what we're gifting what we're spending money on um sustainability you know all of these aspects i'm looking at at life you know quite differently i mean i've always loved vintage and pre-loved and all the rest of it but you know i am really thinking consciously about how i'm spending my money and where i'm spending it absolutely i mean um I think that also with uh, world economics and the whole political situations, um, one sort of also wants to support small businesses in this country. And the more we put into this economy, the better it is, whether it's new uh, or, you know, um, little sort of producers on, on the local front or through vintage and antique, the more we um, are able to source from near to home. So you're cutting down the air miles, you're not buying from an anonymous company on the other side of the world, it being delivered in a brown cardboard box with regard to sort of big deliveries and coming out of a massive warehouse somewhere on the M1. (laughs) You know, this is something which, you know, connects directly to um, the local um, economics of our country and therefore, you know, you want a reasonable expense, but you also you also want to look at the elements that are so front of mind, especially with the climate conferences, etc., where you are recycling and reusing and and maybe buying something that actually was made in a time when you know craftsmanship was much more prevalent in this country. You know, from a time where our engineering was really top, our ceramics 
which are still excellent, but they were really at the peak of their sort of um, popularity. So things like that, and even furniture, you know, we love our, you know, we've come to love a bit of flat pack, but nothing beats, as you know, something that comes out of your local auction house or from a, a vintage or antique dealer, and then you, you know, you repurpose it. So yeah, lots yeah, of reasons you, to shop vintage. Yeah, yeah, and you can upcycle things and, you know take paint off or put paint on or add things and and make it your own which actually is because I've done it it's much easier than you think you know, yeah it's part of the joy as well yeah it's part of the joy of sort of taking ownership of something but when it comes to gifting I think the other thing when you're looking at um you know not necessarily going to um uh, a sort of high street shop as such you can find things that are so personal to people you know yeah. I mean on the sort of for example, on the pet front, we all love our animals, don't we? And so if you find something and you know somebody who's got a little Scotty dog or a whippet or something mm. like that, and you find a little gift that's got a connection with that, it's it's just a lovely thing to find and to give. And, and it shows you put a heck of a lot of thought into it. I mean, I've got nothing against the, a scented candle. And obviously there's some beautiful ones made in this country, but sometimes you want something decorative, but also maybe quite useful. Um, what did I find the other day? Oh, a perpetual calendar. So where one might have it on a desk or in a play pot spot in the kitchen, you just change the dates on it. It's quite an old fashioned thing, but it was lovely. It was a golden retriever. And, oh, you know, it's just cool. one of those things where you just think, oh, that's quite sweet. <laughs> yes. And I think that it's a much more personal present. Mm. It's a much more personal gift, giving something that you've put some thought and has got some meaning in to, to, to whoever you're giving it to. Definitely, definitely. You will treasure and really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe it's got, you know, what you tend to find with vintage and antique is there's generally a story behind it. So it's it's also about appreciating where that thing came from, where that piece, I don't know, uh, I don't know, some some sort of element of gifting, but where it came from, what its history is, and and the, and the, and if something is hand painted, for example, or or hand engineered, or you know, it's got an element of the personal about it in, in its production as well, which surely is something we should all consider when we're buying things, not just something off a massive factory line. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. For this season of the podcast, we have Peachy Belts as our sponsor. Now, any of you that follow me on Instagram or YouTube know that I only wear Peachy Belts. They are just fabulous, such great quality. And the best thing about them is you can have one belt strap and you can change the buckle. It's so clever. So if you're going out in the evening, you can just put a more glitzy buckle on and off you go. And I think they make a really great gift. We have an exclusive discount code for you of Ask Charlie. And I just adore Peachy Belts. So go and take a look at their website. I think it's also really important, Justine, to give a gift that is useful as well as just a something. You know, giving a jug that you can use, I don't know, to put flowers in or you can use in the kitchen or you could use a nice mug or pot as a pen pot on your desk. Absolutely. Purpose. Absolutely. I mean, there is one time of year where everybody suddenly becomes aware if they don't have enough jugs in their kitchen, and it's certainly Christmas. So, you know, all of a sudden that 
much maligned piece, which is one of my big passions in any case. So I've got plenty of um, gorgeous pieces like that. But um, yes, you know, when you want one for the sauce, one for the cream, one for the custard, you know, and, and suddenly everybody goes, oh my goodness, I didn't realise I don't have enough jugs. So yes, exactly. Things like that, useful. Um, it's also um, little, I think also for youngsters and children, something which is quite nice is um, little boxes with something in. Now, now, you know, little treasure collections and things that will encourage them to maybe look around within nature and go out on a treasure hunt and find a special leaf or find an acorn or a conqueror or something. Things like that or a special stone and little containers that they can personalised for themselves. So from quite a young age, you can find really interesting things. I mean, like little treasure chests, you know, almost mm. like sort of, um, off a ship of, you know, a captain on the ship had his treasure chest and, and little things like that, but scaled down. And it's quite fun for kids to have that um, exploration aspect and go out on walks and find interesting things. Obviously, we don't want a whole box of live snails, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's what my youngest would do. <laughs> um, I remember as a child having a Russian doll with, you know, the bigger one and then inside the slightly smaller one. I spent hours playing with that doll and yeah. lining them all up. Yeah. So I think you can find some wonderful toys yeah, for children. Definitely. Definitely. You know, away I mean from the plastic and the noisy things. Yeah, no, the wooden things are lovely and you do see quite a lot. A lot of that you see often scratch built um, trucks which means scratch built means somebody built it in their shed and so often in the 1950s 1960s so mid-century you will find quite well made pieces of um, you know ride on bikes or um, little push along cars and things that or even fire engines I've seen you know which are made from wood and just homemade and home painted and things like that and it's just one of those things that sometimes the wooden element is quite nice and I agree with you on the Russian doll thing I mean I've seen a few of those around recently I mean they're probably going to be quite popular in the sense they're going to become quite collectible and especially the yeah. more unusual ones but even those little Swedish orange horses do you remember those with the very yeah. straight legs and having them in sort of varied sizes um things like that are quite fun I mean I I did um knowing that this our, our chit chat was coming up I did um reach out to a few um vintage and antique dealers who uh, are part of something called um the virtual vintage fair mm. which is something that happens on Instagram and um we are all deeply passionate about this subject as you can imagine <laughs> at this time of year particularly and I said, come on, guys, throw them at me. Throw me your best, best, most unusual gifts that you've currently got for this Christmas. And I, I, do you mind if I just run through a few? Because no, it, please it do. We'd love you to share it. It's awe-inspiring, actually, what some people came up with. Um, well, first of all, I, and I asked to see pictures because obviously we can't, I can't show you pictures, but it was good for me to be able to explain things. So actually on the children's side, there was um, a really rather cute um, clockwork bear. Now, I don't quite know when he dated from, but he was fully clothed, a bit like Rupert the bear. And he has a bottle of honey and he seems to feed himself. You wind, you, you, you wind him up and off he goes and he's standing and he's, I mean, that was so amazing. I couldn't quite believe my eyes. And um, the same dealer had some vintage sledges. So roll on the snow oh, because that, that's quite fun. Yeah, That's really fun. And actually, Vintage sledges, I think, are wonderful, you know, to decorate as well and to, they're just gorgeous. 
Oh yeah, if you've got a big barn or a playroom or something like that, you can hang them on the wall and they don't take up any space during the rest of the year when you're waiting for those (laughs) five days of snow. snow. Um, What else did I get? That bear sounds amazing too. The bear was quite fun. Um, I mean, you know, you'd have to look at him with regard to wear and tear and a a younger child, but he was very decorative. And even if it only came out at special playtimes, you know, overseen by granny or whatever, it would be quite fun to have. Um, The one of the oddest was um, something which is not so popular these days, but it was a a foot of quite a large animal, a rhino, and it had been turned into a treasure box. Now that must have come from another part of the world, probably during uh, the grand tours of the 1920s and 30s, when people used to come back to this country with strange and sometimes really rather not so tasteful pieces, but as a treasure box with a lid on it, I mean, it's just an amazing thing. (laughs) And so unusual. (laughs) So unusual. Um, Another one was um, people who love that whole thing about cracking nuts at Christmas. You know that whole, you have your bowl of nuts. And um, one of the dealers sent me this wonderful picture of this beautiful nutcracker. And and it is like the shell of a walnut. So you actually put the nut inside and close it. And it's really spectacular. How clever. Um, So maybe somebody who loves going to the opera, a little wrap, vintage fur, you know, rabbit, just white, but beautiful, you know, something very glamorous. Um, My mother had some opera glasses. I always admired those. Oh yes, and often they're mother of pearl and they're really special with a little case, things like that. you know, if you know somebody's got a passion for something, why not feed into that and use and it as your inspiration? Yeah, that's such a good idea. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I have one more. Sorry, one more. One more. Recently, I don't watch it, but some people love it. The Crown on Netflix on a mantelpiece in one of the scenes, um, an antique Staffordshire ceramic parrot. A dealer oh. has one terribly similar. So if one wants a touch of royalty in the home over Christmas, that might be the present for them. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so quite fun. Yeah, quite fun. Really Lots fun. Very unusual um, suggestions. But yeah, it was great. I said, come on, come up with your best. I know you guys are not going to yeah. let me down. They so definitely have been thinking outside the box, Justin. <laughs> Well, it's a good community and they're always worth a look on Instagram. So yeah, virtual vintage fair. Is there a a fair coming up before Christmas? Um, There are lots of fairs. That one is just finishing this week, but you can go to, um, on Instagram, you can go to at virtual vintage fair and look back over the last three or four weeks and everybody has had a day to themselves to present their best. And I think that closes this Friday, but still worth visiting that grid because you can literally scan through the images and click on a dealer and find that dealer. So some of those treasures may well have been featured in their collections. Um, in a couple of weeks time, at, right at the end of the month, 25th and 26th on, on Instagram, this is another virtual fair, the Dorset Bacant Christmas Fair, which is a lovely one. I mean, it really is. So that's happening. Um, I am driving to Suffolk this weekend for um, um, a big event just south of Ipswich, which is uh, another, a real one, you know, and there's another one up in Norfolk. I mean, there are lots of things going on. So if you go online and just have a look at local Christmas fairs, often there'll be an element of, you know, homemade um you know kitchen table businesses who are making I don't know candles soaps etc etc and you'll get a little bit of vintage and antique mixed in with that which is always a lovely thing yeah that's fun that's fun Mm. and it's sort of a bit of something for everybody really stocking fillers as well stocking fillers I mean stocking fillers are really 
great fun to pull together even for adults but it's quite funny you know if you know somebody's got a thing about tortoises you know find them some of those teeny weeny wade ceramics i don't know if you remember those whimsies were they or something like that when they, when oh, they were little seen them. yeah no. they, they exist they still exist and they're still around and they are highly collectible i think they're made by wade w-a-d-e and often little animals and I mean, not so common are the little circus and farm animals in lead still, which are painted. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're not for everyday play, but they're a lovely little decorative thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. stocking fillers, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to do them anymore, sadly. So I get a bit sad about that, but maybe I'll pull something together. You never know. <laughs> oh, it's always so lovely receiving um, receiving gifts and and the fun in finding unusual things as well for people mm. I really really enjoy oh definitely I mean I've found some things over the years which um you know outside of Christmas even for birthdays and things where I thought that has got that person's name on it I have to save it and give it to them and one thing was you know block printing has been so popular this year mm. in both yeah. interiors and on clothes Indian block printing where you get a beautifully yeah. carved wooden block with some motif on it and and that's been all over you know all summer fashion and interiors etc for quite a while now and I found this gigantic block must have been um, a foot by six inches carved um, in the form of a pineapple and I have a girlfriend who is a dealer and her insignia is the pineapple and she's actually a botanical artist as well and I just thought I, ca I can't keep that that's got to be <laughs> so, so that was my gift yeah yeah and I think it's really important when you see something to get it oh yes yeah don't yeah. hold back because often they are one-offs you know yeah. they may have been in production at some stage but nowadays with things you know from 100 years ago uh, sadly a lot of it hasn't been saved and rescued but if you see something assume it's one-off pretty much and buy it don't hold back because often the cost you know it won't break the bank it's just look it over carefully make sure if it's glass or ceramic make sure you know there are no really awful cracks I mean the odd little teeny weeny nibble or chip is not going to hurt anybody and often they're completely invisible when you load a vase with flowers or whatever exactly. or your Christmas arrangement yeah but definitely don't hold back um <laughs> you'd regret it you know if you walk away there's that awful moment when you walk away in fact I had that at Dan when I was in the summer at the Dorset Bacant and I had this fabulous pair of elephants multicolored, beautiful glaze definitely a pair and they weren't going to cost the earth. And a woman, literally, she, I could see she was looking at them, handling them. She walked away and within three minutes, she was back on the stand. She said, I just know that if they go, I'm going to so regret it. <laughs> and, she, yeah. and she very happily took them home with her. So that was good, you know. Perfect, perfect. Mm. Now, you've talked about the Dorset Bacant, you've talked about the online. Yeah, the virtual vintage. your vintage. website. Um, where else can people find these treasures just oh definitely definitely at any you find there's still quite a lot of um especially i would i always think down in the west country and and over bristol bathway quite a lot of outdoor fairs um things that happen on a sunday morning not car boots because it's out of season for that you know that would be on a big field in the middle of nowhere during the summer but there are some quite good um street markets um and i can send you links if you like to some of those because they do rock on just through through the winter a lot of them especially if they have cover 
And yeah. some, some are in sort of particularly London and home counties, but there are some out in the provinces and it would be good to help people, you know, continue this interest because there is a way of discovering it, um, you know, year round. Yeah. Um, beyond that, um, you know, there's good old Google. If you're looking for something particular, you'll find it probably on Etsy or uh, eBay. There are ways of doing it online, but then you don't have the privilege of handling that piece before you buy it. And I always think there's an awful lot to be said for having it in your hand and being able to check it over. And yeah. also to, to, to gel with it, you know, to say, oh, I love the feel of that. Or, you know, whether it's a little velvet bag or whether it's, I don't know, a piece of carved wood, a piece of treen, we call it. You know, it's a carved wood, like an apple or a pear or something really special that somebody's put a lot of time and effort into. There's something to be said for being able to lay your hands on it. And there are big affairs. But again, that that um, season is pretty much over. Um, yeah. the, the big ones that happen um, around the country by larger organisations. But, you know, diary them for next spring because they are yeah. absolutely joyous to do now and again. Um, although you need some stamina, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need some stamina. And I think it's important as well throughout the year, don't just do your Christmas shopping at the last minute, you know, in November, December. Actually, as you're wandering around and you something catches your eye, and you think, oh, that would really suit so-and-so. Get it then and oh, yeah. screw it away for Christmas, I think. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to be said for that sort of empty drawer that you pop things into. Um, I saw something which I've got a friend who's a massive chef and she just adores cooking. And there's a very well-known TV programme that does a special apron. And I didn't know that the average punter can go out and buy these special aprons. <laughs> In any case, I saw one split view, still wrapped up. You know, I think it was at, on market day, um, local to, locally to me. And I thought, right, I'm having that because I know she'll just love it and take it as a massive compliment. Oh, no, definitely. Oh, and don't overlook your local charity shop as well because they still need our support. Yeah. So if you're having yeah. a clear route, or if you're looking for, you know, Christmas cards or all special vintage gifts, go and have a look in your charity shops. Yeah, I we've got a great um, charity shop locally to us. And I just bought two beautiful, beautiful plates. Mm. They're predominantly green, but the work that's gone into them, Justine, they were three pounds each. And there's Nothing. a pair of them. And, you know, for mince pies or whatever it might be it's just I think really beautiful to serve something on a pretty plate oh it is, it is. Too, a gems I was thrilled it was such a good time yeah that's exactly the sort of thing that can happen and it that's why it's worth keeping an eye on your charity shops and um I mean I'm lucky because I have a local market with dealers and um you know during the summer there's been a lot of those green leafy plates around and even the bigger stores have gone back to Portugal and had new ranges developed but it's much nicer to buy vintage and I came across what I what will what will go into my cocktail and canapes story in the next week or so with a whole range of that sort of cabbage ware which is perfect for party dishes and things you know dips yeah. and, and stuff yeah so yes no definitely definitely and all and that I whole thing sorry I was about to say it doesn't all need to be perfect and matching I think it's lovely to have mismatch mm, yeah mm, mm. yeah and also that whole thing I mean you say about your two plates definitely get the mince pies on them but maybe rest of the year if you're not going to prop them on your dresser or put them on your overmantel then um display them on walls because you now don't have to have those grippy sort of um 
wire contraptions on the back. Uh, There is something, um, I I haven't used it myself, but um, another blogger on Instagram uses them uh, regularly and it is a sticky pad, which doesn't damage the plate in any shape or form. I've seen somebody talking about this, Mm. yeah. Um, So there is another way of putting them up and making that, I mean, that whole vibe is back in hugely. Interior designers are using them in bedrooms, you know, lovely blue and whites, you know, to complement curtains and things. So, yes, there's so many ways to use vintage. (laughs) That absolutely is. (laughs) That absolutely is. Now, Justine, I'm going to ask everybody um, your top tips on being organised for Christmas. Organised, right. Okay. Well, do people send Christmas cards anymore? This is the thing. We've had such a rough time with postal strikes, etc. Um, I I we do. We're yeah, old fashioned. We, we do quite a no, we're quite old fashioned, but and we do um a, a, a sort of minimized list as such compared to many years ago where it used to be all and sundry, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, my top tip would be to make sure you've got enough um, homemade pickles in the cupboard. You don't have to make them. I mean, I have a sister who's really talented at this sort of thing. <laughs> so Perfect. definitely make sure your chutneys and pickles are lined up and ready for action. That's one thing, because, you know, you, there's wonderful Stilton cheese from this area. I mean, I'm very spoiled because we're in Melton Mowbray and cheese is a big thing. So if you want stuff to go with your cheese, make sure your pickles are lined up. Um, a nice um, cheese platter is very good as well because then you can really make it look as pretty as a picture and yeah. vintage, vintage ones are really good so um, that would be get the cheese thing sorted with your pickles and your fruit and also things like um, apricots etc I mean gosh don't you love apricots or you know dates with cheese mm. just lovely sorry sorry I guess really you're- lovely yeah and I hope I hope you'll you know everything's going well on that front for you I hope you're getting terribly organized because I know you're one of the most organized Um, we're actually we're away for Christmas this year which um which is quite exciting how exciting we've never been away for Christmas before we were supposed to go last year and had to cancel it um but this is the year this is the year yeah okay. pack, the, pack the sledge if you're heading north pack the sledge or you know <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah oh Justine it's been lovely lovely chatting to you and I'm going to share all of Justine's details and a lot of what we've talked about below in the show notes so you've got useful links if you want to go and have a look at um uh, you know the the things that Justine and I've talked about um but it's been gorgeous chatting to you as always and um yeah think vintage think outside the box definitely and you know it's an antidote to other big commercial selling days in the run-up to Christmas you know remember to shop local and shop vintage if you can because it is seriously a good way of trying to reuse and repurpose things and bring things back to life and often forgotten things that are actually much more special than anything you can buy in the bigger stores these days so yeah no it's always a joy talking to you Charlie thank you so much for letting us have a chit chat and I hope some of those and examples made you giggle a bit (laughs) yes they really did Justine thank you so much all right all the best speak soon Bye. bye I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I would be super grateful if you could subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be really grateful of that. Thank you. 
I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast. If you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.